0: Welcome to the Dag Hewitt Mills Podcast. Diecured Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Hewitt Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Hewitt Mills. In our message this Monday, Bishop Dag will cause you to reimagine Christianity and to seek for the excitement and adventure that a Christian should experience as they walk with God. Today you will discover three direct entry points for you to reach exciting, adventurous and wondrous dimensions in God that will help you to reach a whole new level of faith. Get ready to enjoy and explore God in a whole new way and to enter a new level of excitement in your Christianity after listening to today's enlightening word. Enjoy the message.
1: Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your presence
2: and your great blessing which you give to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. What a blessing we have in Accra. Showers of blessings. We have a number of cars, buses that have had to turn back because of the floods um, all over the place. It's lots of floods. So let's pray that the floods will go away. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, it's time to give an offering. And um, for all of us watching online on television, we are building the church with money. Amen. As we are here. So let's all build together. Hallelujah. Amen. We are giving together to build together. Amen. And I know God is blessing us as we do so. Now, this is just a very short um, offering time because I want us to move on very quickly so we can... Um, Do some other things. Now, giving to build is what I want to share about. Giving to build the church. Amen. Haggai chapter 1 verse 4. Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses? and this house lie waste. It's a question God is asking. Is it time for you O ye to dwell in your sealed houses? Sealed houses means a house with a ceiling. All right? Now therefore thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Think about it. God is saying, think about it. You have sown much and bring in little. You sow much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. Okay? And you clothe you. You clothe you. That is, you put on your clothes. But there is none warm. You are still not warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag With holes That sounds like somewhere I know Anybody who is on earth In almost every country in the world Has this story You earn wages to put it in a bag with holes How do you think the people Who live in the western world When they mention the dollars and pounds And euros that they earn Why don't they visit us more often over here and share dollars and pounds as though they are sharing straw and leaves and paper? Because the dollars and pounds which are earned are put into a bag with holes. Each hole has a name. One is called mortgage. One is tax. One is rent. One is water, light, insurance phone, internet, security, parking space, parking tickets, over speeding. One time I was driving in Canada, I wasn't driving, I was in a car that was being driven and I had time to look out and I saw the signs on the road. And there was a big sign over, I think, uh, 100 kilometers or so per hour. It was in miles per hour. 100 100 kilometers per hour. The fine is $1,000. Over 120,500. Over 140, 2000. Over 1, whatever, 2005. I mean, it was not a small note. It was like a big billboard. And they kept repeating it. These are huge holes. So you know when you overspeed, what you are going to pay. I wasn't a normal overspeeding ticket. It was like 1000 The first one was, I think, $1,000. Straight. I've never seen it anywhere in the world. Between Toronto and Vancouver. Yeah. So I hope you don't go too fast on that road. Otherwise, uh, your whole bag will become a hole. Now, that says the lot of Holes. In Ghana, too, we are beginning to have a lot of holes. Is it not true? You get pocket money, and then it vanishes. You get paid, and then it disappears. Now, when you fill your tank. No, the other day, I saw somebody with a nice car. And then she said she's parked the car because she doesn't have money to buy petrol. So the car is nice, new, packed. No movement. She doesn't have any money to buy petrol. I said, oh, this is a serious problem. Your car is brand new, but you don't have money to buy petrol. Hmm. Okay. The next verse says, that says the Lord, verse 7, verse 7, consider your ways, which means think a little, think deeply. Okay. Then verse 8. It says, Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. And I, the Lord, will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Verse 9 You looked for much and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why, says the Lord? He says, because of my house. Because of mine house that is waste. And ye run every man into his own house. Wow. Amen. Then he goes on, therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I call for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountain, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine, and upon the oil, and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon all the labor of the hands. Amen. So this scripture is really encouraging us to look at God's house and say, let This house be built don't just build your own houses you know Uh, in our church our church bank account is usually around zero it's hovering around zero because and it should hover any church any of the branches whose money is far more than zero Something is wrong. Because it should be hovering around zero. Because when you build, right, you don't have money. You have nothing. That's why nothing is built in many places. Nothing is built because it costs a lot to build. And you have to sacrifice other things to build. That's why there are no buildings. That's why people don't build. Because it's too expensive to build. So if you want to build, you're going to have to sacrifice. That's why you can have people earning high salaries for years and never own a house and never have a house because if you really want to have a house, you're going to really have to sacrifice personally to have a personal home. It's different from having a high salary with a nice-looking car and going for holidays or traveling all over the place and people praising you for your nice furniture and all these things are different from having a house yeah to have your own house that is real a real house you have to sacrifice hard to build alright so a lot of people that you see is, oh this guy is really prospered you, you know he's driving this beautiful car going here oh I he's gone to London London he's gone to Dubai He's gone to Toronto. He's gone here. He's gone. Wow, it's nice. But it's actually quite different from building a house. uh, uh, Somebody who actually builds a house and actually owns the house. And I don't mean mortgage. Mortgage is not a house. Mortgage is a debt. It involves real sacrifice. Personally. In the same way, for the church, to build the church, the pastor has to sacrifice a lot of things so that the church can be built. All right? And for us all together to build the church, we have to sacrifice and build the house of God. So as we come to this offering time, I'm saying to you that 90% of all that we do in the church, generally speaking, I I don't know the percentage, correct percentage, but I think it's 90% or more. Or around 90%, please. It's used to build. And I believe that it, it brings a blessing. Yeah. It brings a blessing. Now, over the years in Europe, France, England, Germany, the places that believed in God some years ago, they built churches all over, small ones, big ones, but they didn't just worship God without building something to worship God in. Recently, the queen, you know, had her 70th anniversary. And they went to this beautiful cathedral, St. Paul's Cathedral. (laughs) Oh, yes, you'll be there. It's one of the places you have to visit. Very beautiful. That is, I think, where Princess Diana had her wedding. Yes. And they have other ceremonies in the Westminster Abbey, which is, which is also a church. All right? They built huge buildings for God. And they built many, many, many small ones. One time I was on a train in France. You'll be there soon. Every prophecy you believe is a prophecy that's going to happen. Yes. And I was on the train. I decided to just cover my eyes like this and look out of the window. I mean, the window was all on my right. So I just cover my and I was just counting the, the steeples of the church. You know, the, the little towers of a church. And you, I, I was just counting them. As the train was going at high speed, you just see you them know, one after every town, every village, like just church, 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 church. Thousands. I forgot how many thousand church buildings there are in France. Thousands. Yeah. So I'm just trying to say that When you believe in God When it's your turn to believe in God You must build something That you worship God in It's good It's a blessing And God, God sees it as God notices your interest Remember in John chapter, um, chapter 2 I believe it is When Jesus took the whip and lashed the people that were in the temple, you see, the scripture that was quoted, it said, the zeal of of my father's house. You say, oh, you, you have turned my father's house into a place of merchandise. No, in John. Yes. My father's house. I noticed that phrase. Yeah. Beautiful. Notice. This is who's speaking, Jesus. He said, Take these things, hence," which means take these things away. They were selling dabs. Of all things, dabs. Chicken. You know, it's like having a chicken farm. You are selling chicken in church. I don't think it's right you think it's right to sell chicken in church? Jesus said, take these things away. And then he said, make not my father's house. My father's house. My father's house. A house of merchandise, of business. Don't do business here. And I I noticed the way he referred to the church. He was beating the physical people with a physical whip to take their physical doves away from the physical church. And he referred to the physical church as my father's house. My father's house. This is my father's house. Yes, this is my father's house. Don't turn it into a business or a business place. You know, and that really struck me that Jesus sees churches Check buildings as his father's house. Wow. My father's house. Put oh, that scripture back there. Beautiful. And he said unto them, that soul dabs, Take these things hence, And make not my, my father's house. A house of merchandise. My father's house. Everybody say my father's house. Every one of those little churches that we are building all over is called my father's house. It is my father's house. Our father's houses house. That, that building is my father's house. That's how Jesus referred to it. And so everyone who is involved all over the world in building, remember that you are building my father's house. And I can assure you, I can tell you that most most of the money, some have to go to paying salaries, some have to go towards outreach, some have to go to uh, paying bills, so so many other things to pay as well. But I'm saying 90% or more has to go to building. Why? Because if you want to build, right, you... Have to sacrifice, yes, and I believe that God looks at anyone who likes the church and who loves the church. Amen. Do you love the church? I got oh, I think I'm in. The, I'm going to Canada, I'm going to Canada, I think I'm in the wrong place. I said, Do you like the church? Yes. I thought I was in the wrong, I was in the wrong place.
3: Okay.
2: I was just going to catch a flight to Canada. I don't know why Canada, because I started talking about Canada earlier. Maybe I have to go there. My father's house. Wow. You know, it makes me want to feel like stroking the, 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 the wall of the church, the stones of the church. It's my father's house. My father's house. My father's house. My father's house. It's our turn to build. Yes. Many of the places we are building, there's no church there. It's my father's house. Thank God that our father's house will be built everywhere. Through your effort. And my effort. Through your building and my building. In Jesus' name. Take your offering out. God bless you. Everywhere you're watching take out your special offering this morning take your tithes take whatever you have for the Lord what a mighty blessing and let's give to build my father's house amen and amen are you excited about that my father's house this is my father's house oh this is my father's house oh this is my father's house this is my father's house beautiful my father's house amen father bless us as we sow this seed and we thank you for the many blessings that are upon your children We will not earn wages to put in a bag of holes. Even in this time of big holes everywhere, we believe your power is with us. And you help us with our little to survive and to do well. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: Hello, my name is Lois Bruce and my testimony is about how the prophecies of the prophets came to pass practically in my life and by the grace of God it led to me getting married. So um, in second year in university we had the privilege of meeting the prophets one on one for time with the prophets. And I remember when it was my turn, one of the things I mentioned to him was my fear of relationships of marriage, like I used to wonder, will I get a beloved, will I get married one day? I mean these were like fears that I had. And I remember his reaction so well. When I mentioned he was like, oh Lois like he was surprised. Like, oh Lois, you get know, a good beloved, don't worry. Then he said, Come, 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 let me pray for you. So I went and then I knelt down and he prayed for me. And fast forward a few years down the line and by the grace of God I I started talking to my beloved, well husband now, <laughs> but then he was just a friend here, just a friend in church and we started talking and by the grace of God things progressed well and I remember when we were beloved, one, one, one day we went to see the prophet and in the meeting prophet was like, he thinks we can get married in December, so I was like, oh December, okay, prophet has said they can't work. I mean, we went back, told our friends, and everything. And at a point, it was even beginning to look shaky. But when we came back to him, he said, "Oh no, he thinks that December can work." And we believed it. And by the grace of God, in December, everything went out so well and so nicely. I was even surprised. I keep saying that for my wedding. I think I attended my wedding because God sends so much help, so much provision. was just it was just a blessing and i believe it's through the prophecies and the prayers of our prophets and the council even the advice to get married in december who would have thought that it could have worked but by the grace of god it actually worked and prophets also didn't just um advise but you know several times in his preaching he's always praying for us Saying that we'll have good honeymoons, we'll have nice weddings, and that's what happened practically. I mean, the honeymoon was so so, so nice, <laughs> I didn't even want it to end, but yes, so I just want to um, encourage everybody to believe in the prophecies, they actually really work. Like Daddy always says, that the prophecy that you believe is a prophecy that will happen practically for you. So I want to thank God for the blessing of being married at a very young age. Not a lot of people have that privilege. I want to thank God. I want to thank the prophets. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for prophesying good things over my life. It has come to pass. And by the grace of God, I'm a happy girl. And I want to encourage everybody as you are in church, keep believing the prophecies. Take it serious. Take it and believe it well, 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 because they really, really happen. So thank you very much.
5: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, were you blessed by that testimony? Come on, give God praise. Are you happy to be in the house of God? Some of you have crossed rivers and gutters and walked through mud and driven in traffic to be here. But tell your neighbor, I'm glad you made it. I can't hear you shout, I'm glad you made it. Now tell your neighbor, today we're about to be blessed. And I know last week you were blessed as well uh, with a powerful message, uh, the e-message. But today, Prophet is back home. And I would say it was noise that brought that Jesus was in the house. Because when somebody is at home, it's always different. And today our pastor is back home. And I know God has something special. Come on, give the Lord a shout of excitement and praise. Do you believe that God has something special for you? Shout yes like you're a first lover. Do you believe God has something special for you? Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in the word of God? Come on, let's sing, nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Tap your neighbor and say, make sure you sing along. Come on, let's sing it. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust trust in God. Sing it like you believe it. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. I give to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His word For everything, oh everything Yes, everything is possible What a blessed day to be in church Lift your hands and sing it again Nothing is impossible When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible Possible when you're trusting in his word Hearken to the voice of God. Is there anything too hard? Too harmony. Then put your trust in God. Those of you watching us at home, we're blessed to have you with us.
2: things you give us today. We are grateful in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Now today I want to, um, I know I'm sharing about Lord. I know you need somebody, but I'm still sharing about that. But tonight today, what my message is called is, um, exciting supernatural adventures. In God Exciting, supernatural, adventures In God Amen So three words Exciting, supernatural And also adventures Don't forget these three words Now One of the things that people Think is that Christianity is boring Alright But it is not And honestly, uh, coming to Christ and serving the Lord is an exciting supernatural adventure. And that's what I want to talk about just for a short time. And I believe we are going to experience exciting supernatural adventures. In God. Amen. Amen. Now let us turn to Exodus chapter 4. Exodus chapter 4. All right. But before you check chapter 4, check chapter 3. And let's see. Boring life without adventures is, if you like, part one of the message boring life, a boring life without adventures, right, is found in Exodus chapter 3. The exciting supernatural starts in chapter 4. So, boring life is Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1. Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Alright, so this verse 1 just gives us the whole boring life that exists before you get into exciting supernatural adventures with God. Amen. Does it sound boring to you? Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert. Huh? Wow, sounds boring to me Okay Now most of the things in the world Are boring and monotonous And Even Can you imagine being a pilot You know When the plane Takes off And you are in the air If it's nine hours It's a very small space you must not have arthritis and you must not have any knee problem because your legs are going to be bent like that in the cockpit in a little chair for nine hours you get what i'm saying and the room if you have to get up is there and it's all straight where you are going is straight The maximum you can turn is a little like this or a little like this. Because when you are turning right, the plane cannot turn properly. If it turns this way, it will go down. Yeah. You've got to be careful. So just a little gentle like this or a little gentle. If you want to turn really right, 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 it's still very gentle. And it will turn in a circle. Yeah. It's very boring. And you've been in it for nine hours. 12 hours, if you're flying from Dubai to Brazil, 17 hours or 16 hours. And looking into the clouds. One time I was in the cockpit of a plane and I was surprised. We were, I think, coming to Accra or going, they were, I think I was in KLM and that was British Airways on the right. They were, they were all in the air. I was surprised that there was even something to see. Many jobs are monotonous and boring until God comes to give you some excitement. But I know some of you don't like excitement. Yeah. That's why I'm in the first life church because I know sometimes some grown-ups prefer to like calm down and take life easy. It's more dignified and more appropriate maybe for their age but I found myself more happier doing exciting things and doing things that are adventurous yeah oh yes so being in the back of the desert looking at goats honestly honestly it, it sounds boring to me. And you have to watch them the whole time. Morning to evening. Morning to evening. And I don't know if he had anybody with him. It sounds really, really boring. Most of our lives are boring and unadventurous until you meet God. And when you meet God, you begin a great adventure. And you you actually begin something exciting. Yes. Now you may say, um, oh, but being a doctor is also exciting. No, Being serving the Lord is more exciting than being a doctor. Now, to have a good doctor, the doctor has to do the same thing many times. Do you see what I'm saying? If you have a doctor who is operating on your heart and he tells you as he's about to put you to sleep that I usually operate on the foot. But this is the first time I'm doing the heart. But he tells you that it's the same principles. <laughs> will, you be happy with, will you be happy with him? No, you'll not be happy with him at all. Even if he tells you that oh, it's the same principles and so on. But if he tells you that this is something I do every day I do three every day I do two every day And he does the same thing every day Then you you realize that this guy is experienced There are some operations If you check the hospital You see that the hospital does one If if the hospital doesn't do more than ten in a year of that particular operation the survival rate after the operation you find in some surgeries is like less than 50 percent you will not wake up like when you sleep you will not wake up again that's it good night oh yes one time I was reading about what Steve Jobs had you know I think pancreatic cancer so there's a there's a surgery they do takes 12, 12 hours or more and um Whipple's operation so and they said if the the hospital doesn't do more than 10 in a year the likelihood of waking up is uh, less than whatever so the, the, the hospital has to do several so you will be happy to go to a hospital where they're doing it often And you are more likely to wake up, first of all, not even being healed. (laughs) So it is good that the jobs are monotonous, that it's doing the same monotonous job every day. If you have a doctor who is putting a telescope into your intestines from below, you need somebody who does it all the time because if he goes in the wrong direction for just one whatever is going to puncture the intestine and going to make a hole so even though he's going under and he's moving a telescope and so on he better know what he's doing because if he doesn't do the right thing you're going to have burst your your intestines and you have to have an emergency surgery to open up and find the hole in the intestine and close it before feces start pouring out into the wrong places so how many are glad that the doctor is doing it? when he comes, so I do 11 of this every day. So, okay. But if he say, oh, this is my first time, I'm, 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 I'm normally working in the mouth. But today, I'm working from below. He says, ah, please. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm explaining to you that many jobs are monotonous and boring. And there's a reason why they are monotonous and boring is because you have to do it often for you to be good at it and for it to even be safe. Yes. Oh, yes. At least I can tell you that in medicine. If a lawyer is going to court about something, a more experienced lawyer will know that this will become this and it will become this, and this is what's going to happen. A person who doesn't know, myself, oh, the law says this and the law says that. The law says that and the law says this. It's not how it works, per se, yeah. It's also experience and somebody who keeps doing things. So when you go to a lawyer and he doesn't do certain things, he'll tell you, I don't do this type of cases often. I've not done one before, but I learned it in school, but I don't do it often. How many would like a dentist to operate on your heart? But he's also a doctor. All right. Anyway, I'm just trying to explain to you. A lot of jobs are boring. Driving buses. How many want a big bus, double decker? You need an experienced person to drive because he's turning left before he realizes he's climbing over the cab, and you are also walking there. Oh yes. And God forbid he can just go over you like this, and you just just pop, and you are gone. So we need experienced, monotonous workers okay now God is going to give you something he wants to take you on an exciting adventure if you are interested in God amen now how will your life change from a natural life to a supernatural life by becoming involved in supernatural things Supernatural things, like things that are not natural. Things that are not normal. How many you want some, something? How naturally will your life be in Ghana? There's a normal route. Isn't it? How will your life be in the UK? It's going to go a certain way. How will your life be in America? It's going to go a certain way. And every country has problems. So now, the Lord is now Saying, I need somebody to work for me. I need somebody who is interested. And when you turn to God, you start a whole adventure. Now, in verse 2, the angel of the Lord appeared to this boring life in the desert. And out of the flame of the fire, out of the midst of the bush, he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire. Everybody say entry entry point. You see, I really want to share with you entry points into the exciting, supernatural adventure with God. What are the entry points? One is getting your attention. You see, the bush burned with fire. Which is nothing unusual. But then the bush didn't seem to finish burning. So maybe Moses saw it and went to have his, his packed lunch somewhere. Finished eating. Went to wee-wee in the desert somewhere. Didn't know what to do. Came back and saw the same bush burning. And he said, ah, why is this bush burning? I saw it in the morning, 10 o'clock. I've gone here, 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 come. It's still burning and it's still not burnt. So the first thing is God getting your attention. May God get your attention. May God arrest you and catch your attention. Can I have an amen from somebody? I don't know what it takes for God to get your attention. Some of us are very difficult to get your attention. You have a short attention span. You have almost like a mental problem. Like (laughs) It takes a lot to get you to sit down and think. Look at this. God is trying to, to talk to you. God is trying to say something to you. Can you not hear what he's saying? Can you not see that God wants to say something to you? Can you not see that God wants to say something to you? And some of us, it takes the hardest blows in our lives for God to get our attention. The second time when Moses saw this bush burning with fire, he could have dismissed it. But he said, there's something unusual about that. Does it take, I don't know what it takes, for God to get your attention? The angel of the Lord appeared. And now Moses said, I will turn aside and see this great sight and why the bush is not burnt. Now, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, you see, when God notices that he has gotten your attention, you see, then he continues to lead you on into more of what he has gotten you to take notice of if only he can get your attention you see if you are expecting to start in this great adventure by having seen Jesus physically standing there Jesus sitting in your chair in your room Jesus sitting by your bed talking to you if that's what you think you are going to see before you you turn your attention to God then you wait forever The first time when Moses, God got Moses' attention from his monotonous life, it was something just a little unusual. So, please try to notice unusual things. A couple of days ago, I noticed something unusual. I noticed something unusual. I will not tell you what it is, but I noticed something unusual. And I felt God was catching my attention. He was catching my attention to something. Do you see? And all through your life, God will be seeking to get your attention about something. I don't know. And maybe then he wants to turn you on and take you far deeper than you probably are. And he wants to take you on an exciting adventure. Amen. Amen. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burned. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. So now we go more specific. He's now mentioning his name. You see, some of you may not respond to God unless he calls your name in the first instance. They say, Moses, Moses. Unless there's a word of knowledge which calls your name. But before there's a word of knowledge which calls your name, there's a fire. Which, which is normal and which doesn't go out, which is just a little abnormal. Because you could also have discounted it and said, well, some, maybe over here fires take a long time. Or oh, this is the type of, of the type of um, shrub or type of uh, plant that doesn't burn easily. That's all. It's just a type that doesn't burn easily. No, it just passed you by. Yeah, it just takes a long time to burn. That's all. And then he moved on. Then when God got his attention, then now God called his name and said, Moses, Moses. So if you don't take heed to the little ones, the little attention-getting efforts of God, you are not likely to go to the next step. When God called Paul, he told him, I will show him what things he must suffer. On the day that God called Paul, he said, he's calling him and he said, I will show him what things he must suffer. So on the call, he doesn't tell you everything. He tells you just a little and says, later I'll tell you more things of what you must suffer for my name. Yes, I will show him. Look, if you read the verse before, from 8, 18 and uh, 7, the verse before 15. Yes, and the Lord said unto go thy way. He is a chosen vessel to bear my name. Before the Gentiles, you see, exciting, adventure is coming. Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, okay? And I will show him, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So he says, I will show him in the future, future. God will show you in the future more things. But initially, he's getting your attention. And how did he get Paul's attention? Striking him blind, all right? And then he said, I'll tell him more things. So God doesn't show us everything. There are things he, he hides from us. And there are things he shows us. But all in all, it's supernatural, it's exciting, and it's an adventure. You know, I used to hear uh, Rick saying, to be a Christian is the greatest adventure. He says it all the time. It's the greatest adventure anybody can ever embark on, to be a Christian. It's the greatest adventure. And it's true. If you think about the boring life that Moses had, or the boring life that Paul had as a Pharisee. I'm sure that he was bored, that's why he was going around beating people, you know. You you see that as soon as God called them, it's like their whole life became tumultuous, if you like. They became notorious, they became unusual, they became, I mean, their whole life changed by the calling. So when you say, Lord, I know you need somebody, or when you start saying, Lord, you can depend on me, you are saying yes to adventure, yes to excitement, and yes to adventure, and yes to the supernatural. Yes. How many want to go deeper into his adventure and his excitement for you? Hallelujah. What a great blessing. All right. And then now Moses was called and he says, draw not nigh hither, put off your shoes from off your feet. I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. And the Lord said, I have seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters for I know their sorrows and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. All right? And, um, and um, he says, I'm, and I'm going to give them to a land flowing with milk and honey. I'm giving them to the place of the Canaanites, the place of the Hittites, the place of the Amorites, the place of the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Okay? I'm going to give them a good land. Okay? Now, In this exciting adventure with God God is going to give you Something That others Either rejected or Didn't take serious You know God doesn't give you Usually At least from the promised land story Brand new things It's all second hand things oh yes something that somebody has used already oh yes not new parasites have used it I'm giving you the parasites land Hmm. Hittites have experienced the land Uh, I'm giving you a Hittite (laughs) those of you who want to marry virgins (laughs) (laughs) Perizzites have been there Before you came on the scene Oh yes Jebusites And God said That's the land that I want to give to you Wow it's a good land God said it's a good land it's a good land it's used but it's a good land it's used a used land but it's a good land beautiful is this encouraging to non-vergence yes very encouraging to non virgins
3: hmm.
2: used but good hmm. wow You know, that shows that there's going to be a fight. And fights are exciting, especially when you are winning. When you are losing, it's not so exciting. But the excitement in fighting is shown in wrestling, boxing, and all the sports, the martial arts, all the things that we do, and even the films we watch, the Chinese films. Because once there's a fight, or somebody has to win something, there is always some excitement and some adventure. So God is taking you to something that you're going to have to fight for. Are you ready to fight? Are you ready? I've always had a fight or another in my life, it's always something going on. Since I said yes, Lord, to the ministry. There's always been something I'm fighting about. Fighting for. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you always have to fight. Fighting with parasites Because the land is occupied, the good places that God is giving. There are people there. You can say, excuse me. Excuse me, what do you mean by excuse me? I stay here. I live here. How do I excuse you? It's where I am. When I started out in the ministry, I needed to survive. And how do I survive? Here was I, a doctor, and I had to either work at Kolebu Hospital or be in the ministry, which I felt I should be in the ministry. How to survive? My father-in-law was very worried for me because I had married his daughter and he felt that I was leading her astray into difficulty. Every parent is concerned about his child, and he was concerned about his daughter, who he had given to me to marry. And now I say, I'm not work as a doctor again. I mean, he knew that when I was married that I was a doctor. So he went to, to he said he was going to Kolebu, To see the people because they had, I don't know, he said they had posted me to the pathology department or the mortuary, I don't know, and I I didn't want to go there. So he's going to see them to talk to them so they should transfer me from that place because that is why I'm not coming to work. I had to fight with that issue. My mother in law was also concerned about her daughter, her only daughter. That I've married, and she was always talking to me. And I one day told her, She's a teacher, so we call her please teacher. I said, Please teacher, please, please, from today, don't talk about this again. You know, and when I said that, I was afraid because I didn't know how I would even survive. But I was fighting to be in the ministry to be in the ministry what is me if i preach not the gospel i needed to serve the lord amen and then fighting for a place to have somewhere to have as our church building we had to fight to get a church a place to be because we were beaten in the canteen and there was pressure you know, the canteen it was a special hall with glass windows on the left and glass windows on the right so when you're on the street you can see straight and here we were young students in the middle of the hospital and there's a big sign no hooting, no noise and our church is right there and we are making noise no hooting i don't know why they say no hooting but no hooting no noise the hospital and here we are so i was fighting for my life i came up with an idea let's sew curtains special curtains and we made curtains to cover the whole side on this side and the whole of this side so we were in, inside with the curtains Now, the second thing was that the hall was too big for a small church. So, I came up with another idea. Let's sew curtains from 70% of the hall. Let's cut off the back of the hall with curtains. So, we sewed another set of curtains. So, we had curtains like a mountain. (laughs) Every Sunday after church, where to keep the curtains? How to remove the cat and make the place normal to be a canteen on Monday. Oh, I was fighting. Nothing is given to you, just have it. Oh, yes. How to have members in the church. Oh, yes. I had to preach, do outreach. And we outreach to the point where The doctors and the medical students were angry with us. Hey, because it was our outreach field. We stand outside at dawn and preach. Ground floor, first floor, second floor, third, fourth floor. We preach. And they would be so angry. There was a guy who had a sound system that can you can rent for outdoors. And the guy will put on the sound, when, when he hears that I've come to preach, and he'll put on the sound system at dawn <laughs> so that nobody can hear what I'm saying. Oh, yes. There were Jebusites in my land, Perizzites. When the people, we couldn't preach there anymore. One day they wrote an announce, announcement that they were going to meet us with force. And that for us to come at dawn, to preach, it smacks of the logic of the jungle. Those were the English words. It smacks of the logic of the jungle. It was a notice. I always remember that phrase. Back to, and that it would be met with an equal and opposite force. So now we knew that things were... You know, heating up. <laughs> so we started outreaching in Kolegono. We moved from Kolebu to Kolegono to reach to such souls that were out there. Oh, yes. And then, you know, some of the people that were won over there, they became pastors in the church. Pastor Zoro and others. They were all people that we won from that, that area. But we've been fighting to survive for years. Then over there, we saw this building, Ufe Cinema. And I said, let me go and look for the owner because they are not showing films anymore. <laughs> and I went. The owner was at Opera Cinema. Opera. It was a Lebanese company. They, have, they owned so many cinema halls in Accra. Every cinema that begins with O, it belongs to them. Orion, Odeon, Ofe, eh, Opera. In Kumasi there was one, O something. All of them. It's for them. When I went, I said, want to buy? They said, you can buy. How much? $100,000. I said, wow! <laughs> $100,000. We just started our church. We don't even take offerings on Tuesday. We don't even take offerings in the church. Most of the time, we don't take offerings. We don't see the need of money. And you see, we used to proudly say, that, you know, we, we are our background, we are doctors and so on, so we don't need offerings and money. And Wow! Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> oh yes. So the man told us that at that time the exchange rate was one dollar is thirty seven thousand. So that means that the one dollar is thirty seven thousand. So that means that the hundred thousand was thirty seven million. Thirty seven million or so, something like that. Yeah. You do the calculation. See me after church with your calculation. (laughs) No reduction. The man said, "Money on the left, building on the right." Wow! But he said we can pay in installments. So I called my accountant, who was a student, Bishop Steve. He was an accountant. I was in my adventure. I started an adventure by just listening to God. God says, "I'll I'll, I'll use you." Will you, you, Lord? I know you. Yes. Okay, let's go. I take you from looking at after sheep. Whatever monotonous thing we're doing, let's go on an adventure. Something exciting, something interesting, something to fight, something to win, something to overcome, something to do. And then the man agreed. I didn't know how we would have the money. So we signed an agreement to pay and now we were hot. <sighs> Where are we going to get this money? My accountant Steve, he was a student. He's, he, he's, the total money we have is seven hundred dollars. And we need a hundred thousand I'm just changing to the exchange to dollars so that you understand. We didn't have any idea. So I I discussed with Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie. They were not bishops but you know we were all I said Do we know any rich people? So we know some rich millionaires in Ghana. Let's write to rich people. That's what I mean. I don't believe in writing to rich people because I've written before. (laughs) I've written before. I've done it before. Yes. We wrote to the millionaires, Christian millionaires. Nobody gave us Nothing. I didn't even a reply. We didn't get. So after we we composed the letter. So when I see people going around with appeal for fans, I say, "Oh, this is not work." Cool. I say, "My, this is not work." Cool. I've done some before. Then we decided to do a a, a fan, fanfare to raise funds at circle. We got a horse. If you got a horse, you pay this. Uh, Lucky dip. Lucky dip. I mean, raffle. We did a raffle too. And we got nothing. Everything, we got nothing. Oh, yes. You know, we had begun our adventure. How to survive and how to survive. Through it all. (laughs) The Lord blessed us. We were able to pay even before the time. Oh, yes. And we were able to continue doing the building. I don't know how. Offerings, tithes. I learned that tithe and offering, tithe and offering. That's all. Yeah. Over the years. So, God wants to take you into the supernatural, a supernatural, interesting, exciting, and adventurous life with something not monotonous because it changes because God is always moving. God is always moving. Maybe today, how to overcome pornography is your big adventure. Your phone is here, it is beeping. beeping. When you look, a naked person from Japan is, is on the phone. Yes. How to overcome such things and become pure. Yes. You meet a strange woman. In your adventure, maybe she succeeds in the first bout or first experience. After that, you recognize strange women easily. When you think, look, it's one of them. Yes. I've seen one before. It's a Hittite, it's a parasite. Maybe strange men have made you into a butterfly oh yes they've made you light nothing nothing yes they've made you light ooh. tell your neighbor ooh. but after going through the Perizzites and Hivite you realize for the Jebusites you are ready and you realize that you, you you are no more going to fall for such things yes and you continue your battle for holiness for righteousness for spiritual strength for whatever lies ahead because you said yes lord you can depend on me because when moses attention was called said yes lord you can depend on me i'm here God got his attention. Has God gotten your attention? Now I want to say that there are so many exciting and adventurous dimensions that you can get into. And if you allow yourself to go into the exciting and the supernatural dimensions, your life will really change. Now, how do you move deeper? into the supernatural and exciting dimensions. I want to just show you one after another. Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Wonders. Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. How do we go into wonders? Who is like unto thee? I believe there's a song like that. Oh Lord. Among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. Doing wonders. Everybody say, doing wonders. How many want God, the God of wonders, to do wonders in your life? I believe it. Yes. Do wonders, Lord. Do wonders in your in my life. Do wonders in my life. Do wonders in my life.
1: Who is like unto thee? Oh Lord, who is, who is like God? This is
2: the God who is calling you. This is the God who wants you to serve Him and follow Him. This is the God when, when you become a Christian, you are coming to a God who is who is different from any other god who is like unto thee glorious in holiness special, holiness means special and fearful in praises and doing wonders God is a God of wonders, so if you are here and you are being a, a Christian a servant of the Lord expect your life to be full of wonders everybody say wonders wonders it's when your life starts going out of the normal and out of the natural that the excitement begins. Yes, that's when the excitement begins. How many want the excitement to begin? Doing wonders. So I'm, I'm trying to lead you today, I'm trying to lead you into a life of wonders a life of excitement, and a life of adventure. God is taking you from your monotonous life. That's what sometimes when people say no to the call of God, if I had said no, Lord, when I said, Lord, Lord, I know you need somebody, I would say, oh, no, you know, Lord, I was the best in my class in this, I was the best in my class in this, and I was the best in my class in many times by the grace of God. Oh, yes. I could have said, no, Lord, I don't need that, I don't want that, I don't... <laughs> Lord you don't know who I am you know Lord you don't know my family background you know You need to call somebody else But I said yes Then the Lord said okay now I'm going to take you out of the normal How many are ready for out of the normal Out of the normal Beautiful When God calls you in Exodus chapter 4 Verse 17 God said to Moses Thou shalt take this rod In thine hand Wherewith thou shalt do signs So God doesn't just call you He says thou shalt take this rod I'm I'm calling you I'm sending you You're going to take this rod In your hand Wherewith thou shalt do signs They're going to be signs and supernatural and exciting things, exciting things, and it always starts small. It always starts small. Remember that rod? There was a snake and then something, you know, something small, something small, but the kind of wonders that were going to happen with that rod, including the parting of the Red Sea. (sighs) If only you have time for God to just keep moving with him, your life will become more and more unusual and more and more full of wonders and signs supernatural I love Exodus 15 and verse 11 let's go back to Exodus 15 and verse 11 who is like unto thee O Lord let's all say together who is like unto thee O Lord among the gods who is like thee glorious in holiness fearful in praises Doing wonders. Say, doing wonders. Doing wonders. Oh, yes. God is a God who does wonders. He does wonders. Amen. Mark chapter 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs. There's going to be some excitement. There's going to be what? Some excitement. There's going to be some adventure. These signs shall follow them. That believe this is Jesus speaking in my name they will cast out devils wow is there anybody who has cast out devils before raise your hand if you cast out devils. oh I've cast out devils a number of times and I'll be casting out more oh yes I've seen people manifesting like snakes yeah I've seen devils talking, speaking. One time I was casting out devil from a young man and the demons began to speak. I said, what did, you ma- what, what did you do here? What have you done? He said, I made him smoke and I made him go to a disco. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was I stunned. Was I was just listening. The boy was talking. Complete demons speaking. Yeah and the demons came out and then when the demons were coming out I said where are you going he pointed at the guy straight straight I'm going to this man I said no the guy was afraid like a I me mean. <laughs> and he was one of the lukewarm brothers in the in the system yeah he never he never became spiritual I don't know how he was there that day for that means. but the demon said oh we we'll go to this guy Signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out devils, speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Wow! And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. So, in your supernatural and exciting life, things that should have killed you will not kill you. Serpents that should have killed you will not kill you. Yeah. Water that you drank, food that you ate, that should have killed you will not kill you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. One time I was going for a crusade in a certain country whose name begins with an alphabet. Yeah. And then uh, somebody called me from abroad and told me, told, I said, be careful in that place. I said, why? He said, because they are into poisoning. Yes, You drink whatever and you don't wake up. Oh, yes. I mean, specifically of a particular country, whose name begins with an alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> <Poisoning>. <laughs> they are into poisoning. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, wonders. So, now, how do you get moving into wonder so i want to share with you about these entry points and number one entry points for the supernatural i just want you to see i want you to notice these are the entry points at this point supernatural things begin to happen yes Now, how many would like something exciting financially like supernatural things to start happening financially yeah. What what is the boring monotonous life financially? What is it? Go to work, get your salary, do your business, pay your bills, and then the money is finished. <laughs> Almost finished, isn't it? But, uh, depending on how things go, it's like across the world, across the world, basically that is how it is. It's amazing. Yeah. How many have had pictures from people abroad where they, they really looked that it was really a nice place? Mm-hmm. You see, the picture doesn't tell you the whole story. Yeah. And it was recently I found out that people intentionally smile when they are taking pictures. It's like, a lot of the pictures are not by happy people, but it's like you are supposed to smile. And I found that out because when I took pictures, I realized I wasn't smiling. I realized that I'm not happy. But I realized that you are supposed to smile when you are taking the picture. So it was something I learned. It's a picture face. That's what it's called, a picture face. Now, when I started in the ministry, the finances was one of the first areas where something supernatural needed to happen. Oh yes. And God showed us a raffle will not help. In fact, after doing the raffle, it was controversial. Some people did not agree with the idea of the raffle. So after the raffle, I came to church and apologized to the hotel. I want to apologize for doing a raffle. This and that. I had to come and apologize on Sunday. At the fanfare didn't work. The letters of appeal for fun didn't work. Nothing worked. So we just came down to tithes and offerings. Yes, the ancient parts. Yes, the ancient parts. So a brother spoke to me and shared with me. He said, look, I told him my people don't have anything. He said, he told me you are not God. You are not God. You are not greater than the word of God. The word of God says give give your tithes, and I'll open the windows of heaven. You know, two people rebuked me. One was an American pastor in Geneva. He told me, you are not wiser than God. You have to let the people give. I said, but they don't have anything. He said, you have to let them give. Yes, and another pastor said, look, I will show you how to help the people to give. I will come and make envelopes and stand in the front there and give the envelopes to the people and let them give. I said, are you serious? He said, I will do it for you. My friend. We, we we, We used to have church service without even giving. We don't take an offering at all. Sing, praise, worship, no offering. I don't see the need of offering. And we close and we go home. And you see, I've taken out something supernatural. Now, let's look at Luke 6.38. And I want you to see this entry point. Luke 6.38 is an entry to something supernatural. Look at it. It says, give. And it shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall men give unto you. Into your bosom. But with the same measure that you meet Without it shall be measured To you again This verse Is the supernatural Verse The entry point of Supernatural things in your in, as, as far as money is concerned Look at your neighbor Do you feel like giving your neighbor money right now no, Nobody feels like giving anybody money
1: Yes Nobody You see it, 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 it will never happen in,
2: in the normal sphere of this world nobody wants to give you anything you don't, you don't walk around and people want to give money to you I want to give you money I want to give you money I want to give you money the richest people are walking around loaded with cash they don't, it doesn't occur okay to them to give to you how many have ever been with some rich people and you are praying the Lord Speak to this man. Let him remember. Let him think about giving me something. And it doesn't occur okay to them too. They will be chatting with you about everything else and will, they will never say anything. Let it just occur, okay, Lord. Let it just occur. Okay. Let it just occur. Okay. Let it just occur. Okay. It doesn't occur okay to them. It's very wild, though. But this scripture is saying that eh, there is something you can do that can cause a, mir- a, a, a I don't know something supernatural to happen where it occurs to people to give to you. Yes, that's what the verse is saying. There is something you can do that, when you do, it will change the, everything and become supernaturally people who because when I say people nobody wants to give to you anyway and that's what I mean, nobody wants to give to you anything but there is something you can do that people will it will occur to people to make them occur, that's the thought alone, to give the person something oh yes you know a couple of days ago I was talking to somebody on FaceTime and then I saw somebody else in the, the, the per, another person came on. No, the person also came, just came on. When I saw the person, it occurred to me to give the person something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's supernatural. The person is also a Christian, goes to church, sows seed offering and all that. It occurred to me to give the person something. Yeah. You know, as I'm preaching, now, I just remember that. Because it doesn't normally occur. It doesn't occur to me to give that person anything and I don't, it doesn't occur to me to give you anything. Yes. Yeah. God is showing you how to enter some, an exciting world. The a normal world. Nobody will give you anything. I'm telling you. I don't know. Maybe your world. I think you are in a different world. Which world are you in? in my world there the world that I'm in I've been where I wanted to find money on the floor if there's anybody who has experienced that before raise your eye I've walked praying Lord let me find money on the ground I thought it was only me. I, I, I didn't know. At least the world that I, the world that I have experienced. Yeah. One day I was driving with a brother in a car, and he told me that I always drive on this road because I always find money on this road when I'm driving. He told me I find money on this road. It was in my world. And one day I was driving with him, but. He told me this after. He, sat, I was driving. He suddenly stopped, the car, got out, and ran. I was wondering what is happening. I looked back. Yes, and he ran about to where those guys are. Where? Well, wave your hand at me. Yeah, that the guy there. Yeah, somewhere there. No, not at the end, but somewhere. There. Picked something from the point came back. When he came back, five hundred dollars. He had five hundred dollars. Yes. He told me, I always find money here. This road, road, I always find money here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Listen, so, for Jesus to say that give, give is an entry point for the supernatural to... To come into your life and for your finances to become adventurous, exciting, and supernatural. I'm telling you, you have to believe it. Yes, you have to believe it. And I don't know which seed you will sow that will lead to that supernatural. It's like when pregnancy happens, you don't know which day the pregnancy comes be because one ejaculation can have. 80 million spams 80 million and there can be several ejaculations so let's say there were 11 ejaculations times 80 is how much? 11 times 80 is what? (laughs) 11 times 80 is what? 880 million out of which only one human being was formed so when, we, when it comes to church we are so sometimes you wonder, oh, but I gave last year, I gave last month, I gave last year, I gave last month, but I believe that there are certain particular seeds. I don't know which seed and don't ask me how or which one but one seed that makes the difference and brings about the supernatural. I believe that as you give a day comes when when you give your finances change. Yes yeah i believe it i don't know how don't ask me how don't see me bishop i want to ask you how don't don't ask me i don't want you to ask me that question it's a stupid question i cannot answer that question i'm talking about giving it will open up something supernatural something exciting and something adventurous about money in relation to your life trust me trust me yeah as the Lord leads you to give, all the time we are giving, every time you hold the money in your hand, you don't know which one is going to provoke this verse to act because I don't know if Jesus Christ came from heaven to earth he came from heaven to earth to give us the, the revelation about money, how money is the supernatural element can come into money things. Yes. I, I don't believe that, let's say, maybe God one day makes you give a very big sacrifice and then that sacrifice is going to be the cause of your financial. I don't think so. He may lead you to that and just wants you to be faithful. But it may be one day a, a city or a thousand, I don't know what, something, a day. And that moment, oh yes, that, that's, how, that's how pregnancy is. It's not something that you can even show which day it happens. You can't say so. Yes. Look at Malachi 3.10 for instance. Malachi 3.10, beautiful. He said, bring the title to the warehouse, blah, 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 blah. And then I will open you something in heaven. So immediately there will be a heavenly component in your money. Which heavenly component was not there before. And it's like, all the tithes, don't tell me which day, which month's tithe, or which tithe, or which days, or which whatever. No. One day, I was, going to, I was going to receive something, actually. And the Lord said, don't receive it. Don't receive it. So, it has a seed. So, in the vision, I saw an angel with a lamb. A skinned lamb. There was no hair on the lamb. It was just a, a skin. It was like whitish. And the Lord told me that that thing is is, is an offering. It's a lamb. It's an offering that I'm giving. That thing that I'm not receiving. I should find another way to do it, but not that. And it's, it's a lamb, it's a gift to God. So, wow. And true it is. So, entry point to your supernatural and exciting life from now when it comes to Finances. It's giving. It, it will open you up to that. Yeah. I realize that your life will be monotonous, boring. Yeah. Oh, by now I'll be, I don't know which part of America I'll be I'll be, my life will be boring if I was not dead long ago. Amen. Are you still there? How many want to know more entry points? Oh, yes. Entry points. Number two, entry point. The Holy Spirit. And speaking in tongues. Yes. Something unusual, unnatural, and supernatural must happen in your life. And that is supernatural. Tongues. Yes. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit, in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. Yeah. When you speak in tongues, it's not natural. So I'm already doing something supernatural. I've already entered something adventurous. You know, I I don't know when the Bible says that we know not what to pray for as we ought. I don't think there's any more true verse than that. That we know not what to pray for. I think that everybody must pray in tongues more than you ever have ever prayed before. Because I don't think anyone knows what is coming next. I was watching a man of God on television the other day. It was, the date was January 2020, January 2020. Do you remember January 2020? Do you know what happened in 2020? That's when the pandemic came. Yeah. Now, you know, he was preaching, I don't know what it was, but it was like the beginning of the year. The hall eh, was full from front to back. Then there was overflow one, which was also four from front. It would be about the Kodesh times two. Four overflow one. Overflow two. It's like the Kodesh times two. Four overflow two. <laughs> overflow three was four from front to back. Full, no spaces. Overflow four was four from front to back. Overflow five was full from front to back overflow 6 was full from front to back overflow 7 full and all the wonderful things he was saying he had no idea that within some weeks eh, that's the end of the whole church Yeah. it's amazing so I think that When we talk about a supernatural thing that God has given us, for us to be supernatural, I think tongues is very important for us to move into more and more tongues than ever before. Let me hear you pray in tongues confidently and boldly speaking in the tongues we see dimly through, glass, dimly, through glass, dimly through a glass dimly through a glass dimly through a glass dimly through a glass no matter who you are you need the supernatural element yeah supernatural element no matter who you are because even if you are very supernatural God still allows human things to happen in your life you see Derek Prince said the last picture that this world saw of Jesus Christ was a picture of him on the cross the last picture they saw of Jesus was him dead as a criminal that he said, and he said God has never changed that picture it's like you can have that picture it's up to you he has not changed that picture at all. It's like he had no intention of changing the impression. And to hang on a tree is a curse, and it looks like a curse. So the last picture of Jesus is like a curse. And he's never he's never changed that picture. Yeah. No matter who you are, there's still something else that is also that also works. Yeah. And that is why they need to involve and engage the supernatural and, and to be in a supernatural world and realm as well as the human to pray about what you have no idea. Look, I tell you, you know, it was, so when I was watching this, I was watching, I said, ah, the main hall, it would be, and if you, those of you who know the Kodesh, I said the Kodesh times two, that was the main hall. The overflow one was like the Kodesh times two. Full. I mean, when I say full, there's nobody, there was no preacher there. So it's from the front to the end. Overflow three. Overflow four. Overflow five. But you are just seven weeks or six weeks from close down. Forever. And it never opened again. Yes. As what? As what? Oh, yes. So, the supernatural eh, is needed for this excitement. I'm talking about both finances and then also other things we don't know about. Yeah. It's it's really supernatural. It's really supernatural. You know, years ago, I was walking through the Spanish department of Legon. When I walked through, there's an underpass. I met a sister. And the sister had a special way of saying hello. Not special, but just normal. Hello. And I knew that I, I, I know her. But I don't know. I, I I've met her before. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> That's my wife I was saying hello to. I didn't know it was my wife. Yeah. That's my wife. I didn't know I was saying hello to my wife. who I didn't know. And I was trying to remember her name. So when I went to my room, I asked my roommate, Charlie, do you remember? I remember some, some, some. Yeah, one of them called. Anyway, it's one of these people that. Oh, it was my wife I was talking to. Oh yes. Oh yes. You 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 may not know who you are relating with, what you are talking to, what is happening, what's the future, what is coming. Nobody knows. So as we launch season four of the flow, yes. You have to know the need flow was originally initiated for first love church prayer for us to pray more. Oh yes, for us to just be prayerful. That, that's all. Just to pray. I like to pray a lot in tongues. Not for anything, I'm just to pray. Oh yes. Yes. I, I feel the need to pray that no matter who you are. And what you know, and what you have, there's, 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 there's different aspects that are working. We are seated in heavenly places, but we are also working here on earth. Yeah. The supernatural. So tongues, oh yes, it's an entry point. Whenever I'm speaking in tongues, I know I'm doing something supernatural. You must be able to speak in tongues all day. You don't know what you are preparing. There are many times I'm just there, the whole day I just pray in tongues, the whole day. One day I thought to myself, maybe I'm being lazy. But then I heard Kenneth Hagin say, that he prays in tongues, he can pray in tongues for hours. And I became encouraged that it is a good thing. It's a good thing that I'm doing, just to pray in in the Spirit. I don't know what I'm praying about. I don't know what I'm praying for. But I know that I've been here all this time. And uh, tongues are just coming out of me and I'm just praying. Yeah. May you enter every standing, every supernatural realm that you are destined to enter. Every standing, please, every standing, every standing. Talk to your neighbor, say, "Neighbor, are you having a boring life or you are entering the excitement? Are you entering the excitement or you are staying back in the boring world?" Oh yes. Are you ready for more entry points oh yes let me give you one entry point and then we are getting towards I don't know I don't want this closing time and all that I don't know where it came from Luke chapter 5 verse 4 said, and when he had left speaking the third entry point is the word yeah the word is a very Look, the Bible is not a, it's not a book It's not a philosophy book It's not a normal book It's not like any other book It's just something supernatural hmm. Now when he had left off speaking He said unto Simon Launch out into the deep And let down your nets for a drought And Simon Peter answered said unto him Master, we have toiled all night And have taken nothing Nevertheless Nevertheless at thy word at thy word at thy word thy word everybody say thy word say thy word is supernatural as soon as you start obeying the word you are entering something supernatural your life is beginning to be abnormal, I mean when I say abnormal I mean exciting and adventurous and supernatural the word of God yes yes Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Somebody should be singing this song more than other songs. Oh, how I love thy law. Whoosh. Verse 97. It is my meditation all the day long. Through thy commandment, thou hast made me wiser than my enemies. Ah. How many have experienced some enemies in your short life? It's not so long. But you see, there is something that is supernaturally going to make you wiser than your enemies.
1: Wow. The
2: word. Oh, how I love thy law. Oh, Lord. Don't we have a song like that? Oh, yes. Huh? Huh? Hmm. How many want to be wise? Receive super. Uh, look, begin to be wiser than all enemies that are facing you squarely. Receive supernatural grace and wisdom higher than the wisdom of your enemies. Higher than the wisdom of. May your enemies be foolish before you because of the word of God. Hallelujah. I have more understanding than all my teachers Hey, this is another higher, your teacher who has been teaching physics for years has been teaching you what? What do you learn in school? Accounting, ACCA, who is marking your papers? You have more understanding. Than all your teachers receive supernatural and exciting graces upon your life I remember an exam I did I had about eight professors sitting in front of me and they were asking me questions and at a point They asked me something and I I started to give them, I said, this is how to diagnose this. And I gave them the figures, the volumes, the details. And one lecturer tried to correct. I said, no, it's this. Because it was like a photograph in front of my eyes. (laughs) I said, no, excuse me, It 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 is this, it is this, it is this, it is this, it is this. And you see, I don't attribute that day. What happened on that day? I attribute it to the word of God. Oh, yes. The word of God. He made me even wiser than my teachers on that day. And I please, it's this, it is this, it is this, it is this. Oh, yes. That day I had the person who came after me, he saw my marks. He saw my marks, and he came to tell me. He said, "You had a distinction. You were you." Ha-. He mentioned the mark that so he saw. I said, "I saw it with my eyes, but I, I didn't. I didn't believe him because I knew I had failed a part of the whole exam. So I don't know how I can have that mark." Not rabble, so that man that that. Ah. Receive understanding more than your teachers. Instead of having arguments, you'll be having a higher understanding than your teachers. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. One day I was at a lunch with President Kufo many years ago and then somebody was saying some plenty theories and then he just maybe said, it's not like that. It's not like that. And then he looked at me, isn't it? I said, yeah, it's not like that. (laughs) I said, it's not like that. Because I've also seen some things. I said, it's not like that. (laughs) He said, I understand more than the ancients. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. Wow. God is going to give you the supernatural element. Instead of putting your legs straight into pornography and straight into... Boyfriends and girlfriends and drinking and smoking weed and fooling and killing yourself with so many things. Those of you who have given yourself to alcohol. Be free today. You are, you are into alcohol. Uh, come, come to the front now. Come, I want to pray for you. you. You are drinking beer, snaps, whiskey. Come, come, I want to pray for you right now. Come, 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 come now. By the power of God, you'll be free. Come. You are here. Come, 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 come now. Come now, quickly. Anybody drink alcohol, snaps, beer, whiskey, this, this, this. Come and stand here quickly. Give me some oil. Give me some oil. Be free today. Be free today. I keep my feet from every evil way please there are many more don't say i don't know what you are talking about come i want to pray and set you free god is setting you free today come there are many more you i mean you you think you are social drinking this this whatever as if it's a whatever come today is the end of alcohol in your life come and let me pray with you quickly several 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 come 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 even if you're a pastor you are drinking as a pastor you're also drinking, you are alcohol is like you know things and so on. come, let me pray with you right now, move back move back, move back, move back quickly, quickly you are in Bible school you are into drinking, you are into whatever. come I keep I refrain my feet. I've refrain my feet. I refrain my feet, I refrain my feet. From every evil way come let me let me set you free by the power of God lift your hands Lift your, I'm giving you one second to come here if you are part of this group I'm giving you one second boys girls boys girls boys girls everybody come I'm giving you one second to get yourself free anyone to drinking alcohol today you are being set free now pray all of you who are here pray God is setting you free from that right away you are being set free right now from alcoholism and any negative habit that you are acquiring a taste for is going out of you right now
1: Oh, yes. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. As soon as I touch you, you will never
2: drink again in the name of Jesus. You will never drink again. Never again. Never
1: again. Never again. Never again. Never again. I say never again. 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 To join them, but you are free to join them. Come now. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. Come now. Come now. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Come out. Come out. Come out. Oh, yes. Free forever. Free forever. Never again. Never again oh am a on wheat on the road on the road on the
2: road on the road on it road whatever wait. lift your hands
1: I'm calling you out of the congregation come now and you'll be set free you'll be set free the
2: Bible says they shall lay hands on the sick it's an addiction it's a sickness there's a problem with it God is setting you free wait. come and stand on the side here not on this side Wait here and lift your hand I'm praying for you God is setting you free
1: oh yes oh, me. Oh, me. be free from every demonic addiction from today never again never again never again never again never again, never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. You are
2: Kofi? No this one. Lift your hands. Listen. The devil wants to destroy you. But I see God setting you free. God is setting you free. If you do not turn you will die very soon. Lift your hands. But God is giving you a new chance. A second chance. Your name is Kofi right? receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus
1: oh yes thank you lift your hand everybody
2: thank God right now every addiction anything you can stop Put your hand on your stomach, everybody. Put your hand on your stomach. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. But you are stopping it now. Receive your deliverance from that evil power. Take it now in the name of Jesus. Anybody falling down? Anybody screaming? Bring the person to me right now. Receive your
1: deliverance from everything that you cannot stop. Be healed from it. Be delivered from it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Lift your hand and thank God.
2: Me, bring to me, bring to me, bring to me, bring to me. Lift your hand. Addictions, listen. I don't want any snake to come out of somebody and go to another person. Lift your hand and pray in tongues, everybody. Pray, pray.
1: Anything that you are connected to that cannot stop. It's stopping, it's stopping, it's stopping now. Oh yes, makala balada. Let's hear. Anyone falling down or screaming, bring them to me. Kabala Be free in the name of. Bring this one. Makala kalala, balodele madele. Kaboga bega 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 lela. Balonga. Be free in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand. Thank God. Deliverance supernaturally. Anything. Anything that is negative. Negative. That you cannot stop. You started it, but you cannot stop it. You are stopping it now. In the name of Jesus. Oh la kabbalah, la, ba, la, ba, la.
2: Everyone stand in place. Every standing, Every standing. Your eyes closed. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. But you want to know Jesus as your Savior. I want, I'm going to pray for you also. If you are here like that. Lift up your hand if you want to know Jesus as your Savior. You don't know. You are not born again. You want to know Jesus as your Savior. Then lift your hand up like this. High up like this. God bless you. Lift it up. And come to the front. If you are not already in the front, come come and join them here. Come and join them here. Something is happening. Salvation is happening. Something is happening. Salvation is
1: happening. Oh,
2: yes. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Lift your hands and say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Have mercy on me. Everyone in front and everybody join and say, Jesus, cleanse me from my sins. Make me a new person. Change my life. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me, changing me today. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Now lift your hand like this. Say after me, Satan Satan. I bind you you." in the name of Jesus. From today I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus Christ. Satan Satan. get out of my life. life. I belong to Jesus. Now lift your two hands like this. Say, Jesus, I am yours. Please write my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. My name is, please write this name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Right. Please follow the pastor who has got the signboard here. Follow the pastor with the sign. Follow the pastor with the sign. If you have your bag or something, they go and go and take it. If you have a bag or something, they go and take it before you follow him. But please come quickly and we'll follow where the pastor is going. You may be seated now. Another supernatural thing we have is the holy communion.
6: Broken for you, everyone.
2: Standing to your feet, take the bread. Drink
6: this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, my blood.
2: Broken, may we be healed of all our infirmities today. We ask it in Jesus' name, the body of Jesus Christ. And now, listen. Who would ever believe that your sins could be washed away and then you'd be like as if you never sinned? Huh? Is it not fantastic? Lift up the blood. May the miracle of forgiveness happen to you. May you be forgiven. May we be forgiven all our sins and all our mistakes. The blood that Jesus shed for us. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands for your blessing. Whatever weakness there is in your life receive strength to overcome that weakness now in the name of Jesus what your left hand couldn't do in that it was not used to doing it may your left hand be better and sharper now than your right hand that is a parable For he who has ears to hear, whatever you were weak at, whenever your left hand did it, it didn't work very well, the Lord now is giving somebody here a great grace that whatever used to be your weakness is turning out to be your strength. May this blessing be upon everyone who has ears to hear and a heart to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. And now, the Lord make His face shine and remember all your prayers that you've ever prayed. The Lord bless you abundantly. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. May be
0: God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember,